0: Now I've hit record. You'll be happy to know there's only about an, an hour and ten minutes of space on the SD card. So I know you were concerned that, that you might go on too long. Yeah,
1: but I can talk. You well, can open up a can of worms and jump right
0: in. Yeah, so the question will be, how much of that gets recorded? <laughs> right, Ellie. Mm. Welcome.
1: I'm here. You finally pulled me in.
0: Yes. <laughs> Took some work. No, actually... It didn't. I mean, a lot of people mentioned you. I sound, sorry, everyone. We're recording in another room today, also because it's extremely hot everywhere else. So we've found a nice, cool spot, cool and echoey. So, cool and echoey. So, hey. We'll roll with that. We'll roll with that. And if you're like, no, it didn't sound echoey at all, you're like, wow, Jason's really good at editing. <laughs> so, so, um, Ellie, welcome to the podcast. A lot of people recently were asking to get you on. Actually, for quite some time, I think, but particularly recently, high
1: demand. <laughs> um, I,
0: I, I think um, I really want to get into this later. That I, I feel like Ellie has like found a second gear or third or fourth gear or whatever it is, and something. I, in my opinion, something's changed. Okay. And I want to know about that. Yeah. Um, but before we get there. Warm-up questions. Oh, go for it. So, first question as always, peanut butter, crunchy, smooth, covered in chocolate.
1: Okay. So, definitely crunchy. Has to be crunchy. But I feel like there's more options now. I feel like if you go down the Isle of Sainsbury's, you can get almond butter, cashew butter. So, my favourite actually, right, pippin nut right they did a uh, limited edition pumpkin spice peanut butter so it had to be so it was crunchy but like a flavoring in peanut butter is ideal
0: i i will happily accept that i mean we, we've had others substitute out the peanut butter for a slightly different <laughs> nut butter have, variation okay.
1: yeah so a nut butter variation but i am a bit picky though because so this is something maybe a question back to you if i'm if i'm having peanut butter I have to have butter first.
0: Yes, and okay. then peanut butter.
1: I know loads of people who just use peanut butter but no butter. Yes, and I find that really strange.
0: Right. Well, there's a there's a poll for CrossFit I think, bath I feel members. like you.
1: I feel like if no one meant, maybe no one's mentioned that. But like, so ideally, right, my carb of choice would be a crumpet, right, or sourdough toast, like bread but toasted, Lurpak salted butter with peanut butter okay
0: it's, it's interesting because now i i think i just put peanut butter straight onto whatever i'm Did to be you? honest i don't actually eat that much peanut butter this question was sort of forced upon me <laughs> i don't really care um in fact rochelle was like oh have some peanut butter the other day because i was just hungry and i was mm. like what what forgot to eat and i was like oh, it always sticks to the roof of my mouth i find yeah. it annoying but i i do like it but it's just yeah. a little bit um and i i think i prefer to have it on like with like apple slices or okay. something like that yeah But anyway, I digress. Um, But usually if I'm putting on a piece of bread or something, I probably don't bother with the butter. I just put it on. But now that you've said this, I'm having like flashbacks to, you know, 25 years ago and watching my dad put peanut butter on stuff and always putting butter on first and then peanut butter. I probably grew up having it like that. Yeah. But now I'm lazy and it's just one more step.
1: Yeah, one more step and something else to get out of the fridge. I also feel that like... I love spreads and I can go through peanut butter like no tomorrow. So I actually have to like not buy it because it just goes too quick. And those tablespoons of peanut butter straight into the mouth just don't, don't help.
0: <laughs> well, not with, all, not with all the competitions you go well, exactly, to these Well, exactly, yeah, and, exactly. And he so smoothly I have to avoid. <laughs> transitions to the next question that would be, is there a dream competition that you'd be like, that is the one I would like to go to?
1: Ooh. Um, so there is one that is obviously quite high up there. So what a palooza would be. I, I unreal.
0: I knew you were going to say that. I just...
1: And a group of three. So like you would get three girls would be, yeah, would be insane. There's conversations at the moment. Um, obviously a huge competition and my ability would need to massively improve over certain things. But um, give it a couple of years. Yeah, Never know.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a real issue. If you've just been like, of course, the CrossFit Games. And they're like, yeah. well, that's a great dream to have. Well <laughs> done. Maybe one day you'll be there.
1: I quite like a fun, but with fitness. So like what a would be like fun. You're in the sun. It's good environment. Good music.
0: They've just released. Have you seen like the, the reel they've just put out? Yeah, it yeah.
1: Sick. I know one of the girls who went last year um, who's doing the same program as me. And I was chatting to her about it. And she said like it was, it was really good. So yeah, yeah give it time.
0: You, you want to name drop who that was?
1: Um, it's her name is Jess. Uh, she works at Wit, and now she's quite good friends with
0: Finn. So, ah, I yeah. see. I see. Yeah. Love that. The circle of influence is just <laughs> growing. Okay. Um, I know you've also started coaching. I did. So we're going to get into that later okay. as well. But warm up question is: Would there be a dream box that you could like go to and maybe you get to coach for a month or spend some time there?
1: Yeah. Um. Okay. So I'm a big fan of like the C. I love the seas, love the beach, love outdoors life. So it'd have to be somewhere in the sun <sighs> to be honest. Like Australia would be great. Um they don't have massive boxes over there.
0: She goes like Torian, though. Okay. Torian would be a good shout. Yeah. Gets train with Royce.
1: Nice. I was recently looking at um at Bali, but and they've got a very nice new CrossFit box up in Ubud. Um in the rainforest. Looks very cool um outdoor space so yeah somewhere hot somewhere warm would be
0: hot, ideal. hot warm beach you won't do that much coaching you were like
1: <laughs> yeah like, I- just i don't know i just i like the i like the idea of like yeah being outside as much as i can um so somewhere warm mm.
0: nice uh, good answer i like it right the most important question okay. who would play you in the crossfit bath movie
1: okay so really difficult one um I'll just go with that. I think this plays to my ego a little bit, which isn't a bad thing. But um I would say Jennifer Lawrence, but an unpolished version.
0: Unpolished version <laughs> of Jennifer so, Lawrence.
1: Yeah, I feel like similar looks, but she's just like a celebrity version, so just looks great all the time and I mean, yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I like it. I like it to the point that I'd also that was like on my short list. Okay. I was like maybe and then I was thinking, I'm sure I've I'm sure I've given someone else Jennifer Lawrence and you know, I want to try and keep yeah. it fresh Go on. and then i thought florence Pugh. who's that so she edit moment down. here while i that but she was i don't know if you saw like the i don't know if you watch any of the marvel movies she was in like yes. so the other black widow the blonde black widow basically um that's turned up recently oh. gonna pull up a picture for you she's very good and she's one of the, the best things of that movie probably i mean that's her but that's not a very good picture. Oh
1: yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll take that. I've actually had um, weirdly had a few people think that me and Fen were sisters. Um, oh really? Yeah, and, and in a couple of competitions that we've done, especially if we both put like plaits in our hair. Um, well, that's, I, and that's? I'm wearing mean, the same outfit. Then yeah, people. I mean, literally. To... Well,
0: look at that picture, and then oh, yeah. and I then mean, she's tiny. And so then look in the mirror at like what you're wearing now and what your hair's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you tell yeah, me I'll that it. it's not you.
1: I mean, she's tiny, and I'm I'm much bigger. But yeah, I
0: don't know if she's tiny. He's huge. Or he's huge. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, there we now. go. Yeah. Right. Let's let's move on from there now. So we're going to talk. We're going to talk CrossFit. Um. So as I as I kind of mentioned, and I mean, first of all, you can shoot this down if you think mm. it's not the case. But you know, I, I mean, you've been at, you've been at CrossFit Buff a long time. Mm-hmm. How long? How long? Three have you been? years. Three years. Yeah. I thought longer.
1: I know it feels longer and. Only, so I joined summer 2019, then had seven months, and then COVID hit.
0: So you were never at Wonsdyke?
1: No. I joined when we were at Jordan, um, and then came here.
0: I wonder if it's just because you joined, but then you were already quite... Uh, I want to say, like, not... Com- quite competitive well you are competitive you've told me you've told me sports day you were competitive yes. so I think it's fair to say you're quite competitive what I mean is like you I know, think I was,
1: was fast-tracked wasn't I well there was all
0: the like the you know the team of a thruster stuff yeah. and you were like popping up on that on the, the yeah. feed there and you were off to different comps and stuff so I, I think probably that just makes it appear like I've been here you've been here longer because I could have sworn you had been here longer than that yeah but.
1: I think I did have a very fast track into it and got involved quite quickly
0: so that's a, but still three years is, you know, yeah. it's a it's a decent chunk mm-hmm. of time. And you know, I've seen you on and off in that time around different classes and things like that. From my point of view, which is, you know, nothing of note, but from my point of view, it appears in the last couple of months that there's just been like a shift. Yeah. And you seem like more competitive, your training seems more um focused, mm-hmm. I guess would be the, the right word. Mm-hmm. And and then we mentioned that I saw you start coaching um, in Chippenham. Yeah. So I was like, Something, something's, something's changed. changed. <laughs> something's happened here. But So I want to get to all yeah. of that, but let's just quickly get to like finding CrossFit, starting CrossFit, yeah. maybe your background before that. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, it might be like, you tell me, well, I was an Olympic gymnast for years. So I go, okay, oh, okay, now I understand why suddenly you're so competitive. So um, let's start with starting CrossFit. How did you first? Yeah. stumble across crossfit
1: so i definitely had a leg up in crossfit because i've been sporty all my life so um at a young age youngest of three so older brother older sister um, parents who were really sort of really loved sport um, got thrown into all sorts of sports when i was younger so i was a part of like the football team the girls football team i did swimming i did track and field i did Karate. I did a little bit of gymnastics. I did every, every sport you could imagine I did. Um, and my school was was a very kind of sport-driven school as well. So I did hockey during like the winter months and then athletics in summer. Um, those were kind of my two main sports growing up. Um, when I became, when I was around about 16, 17, I got selected to represent Scotland in both sports. So I was in the hockey uh, Scotland team for four years, and then athletics from the age of about sixteen. So in the junior team, um, it obviously got to a stage where I had to select one sport just because I couldn't I couldn't manage it. So I selected athletics, and I did heptathlon, so seven events, two days, um, and then that kind of pulled me down to Bath. So I got a scholarship to Bath University um, when I was seventeen to basically train full-time but alongside a career like a degree um and of sports science so I got my sports science degree whilst whilst training full-time so twice a day most days um obviously with heptathlon you've got it's multi-domain so you've got like you do strength and conditioning in the morning followed by your track session or your jump session or hurdles or shot putter or anything like that so um Did that from from 17 until I kind of graduated, so 22. Um, And then it got to the point where I had to kind of decide what I wanted to do in life. So I received my GB vest when I was 21, um, which was an amazing experience. So the competition was at the London Olympic Stadium. um, Competed with the likes of Jessica Innes uh, and Katrina Thompson-Johnson, who's still a really good friend of mine. And uh yeah, it was a really great experience. But I mean, I don't know who you've had on before, but it does get to the age you get to the age where you have to think, right, am I gonna is this gonna be a career and is it gonna make me money? Or is this something that as much as I would love to do it, I'm just not going to kind of get to that podium spot. Um so I kind of had to have like some really tough um conversations. I was funded, but not enough for A full-time sort of athlete role um, and decided to continue training but I did my PGCE for teaching alongside it and because again Bath University supported that Um, and I got injured I was picking up more injuries I was obviously working now and I kind of just fell fell out of it and everyone around me was getting better and you're up against athletes who are six foot two, especially in heptathlon, six foot two, extremely powerful, extremely fast. um, And I just didn't seem likely that I would be able to make a career out of it. So I stopped doing competitive athletics, got into working life, um, still went to the gym, didn't do any competitive sport, took a really big back step, I think, from that competitive element and training at such a high volume. um, And then was working as a PE teacher, got into multiple jobs, kind of formed a career. Um and then I kind of just decided when I was, yeah, about three years ago that I was still doing a lot of gymming sessions. Um, but I missed that competitive side of it. And I miss learning like new skills and I miss pushing myself. And you don't get the same community at a commercial gym as you do at a CrossFit Box. So um yeah, I took the plunge. I had a friend who used to come and he was like, look, do a drop-in, um, and then I did my first kind of class slash intro, and yeah, I loved it, and just decided that, I mean, it's very similar to the way you train for like heptathlon, like it's, you do completely different things every day, Um it, I love the combination of sort of cardio, and strength, and okay, gymnastics aside, like, <laughs> I'd never done that before, um, and it will always be, and is kind of my crux, but I think I had a pretty good leg up from my previous experience that's probably why I was fast-tracked into kind of doing competitions because I came in with a pretty good base and naturally just quite sporty so probably very annoyingly for everyone else picked up things quite quickly.
0: So, um, so it's interesting that my kind of flippant comment of, you know, mm. maybe you were an Olympic, <laughs> Olympic oh, well, gymnast at, and it's a, like, a no,
1: athlete, <laughs> everything
0: but gymnastics, apparently. Not
1: gymnastics. Um, no, not gymnastics. That's interesting.
0: All, it's so. interesting that, I mean, that, you, you know, you say coming in with that base and mm. I think that is like, so it's so important almost or like it, not it's so important. Like you, I came in with no base at all, mm. but then I'm not as good as you or now. So it makes sense, doesn't it? Um, but well, the example I'm thinking of is um, Elisa Fuliano that just qualified yeah. through strength and depth. She yeah, came yeah. fifth. Mm-hmm. This was her second year doing the Open. Yeah, she's only been doing CrossFit for three years. But what did she do before? She did pole vault yeah. and track. Yeah, and before that, gymnastics. Mm-hmm. So that so she's come in with that base, yeah. and it's allowed her to be incredibly competitive. Mm-hmm. So there is something to that, and I and I think it does depend. You know, if your base was just like. I played football, as you were saying yeah. before, you'd be like, yeah, okay, you, you're obviously athletic, but it maybe doesn't have the yeah. exact same carryover to learning all these new skills and using, you know, cycling yeah. a barbell, but then also you're going to be on the rower, but then you're going to go for a run. And this, mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, your background sounds like you were basically doing 80% of CrossFit before yeah. doing CrossFit. Exactly. So
1: when I was, yeah, when I was 17, 18, like, I was doing, I mean, a lot of what we were trying to improve for uh, Hexathlon was power and speed and so like that explosive power because everything's just about yeah generating as much power um as quickly as you can so I was doing cleans I wasn't I was doing squats obviously I wasn't doing snatch um and I wasn't doing squat cleans but I was still moving a barbell and I was doing sort of Olympic lifting before so yeah there was obviously things that I had like the snatch was a new movement coming in but 90% of everything else I, I was already doing and had done before and um, so yeah i feel like i've cheated a little bit because <laughs> people i think i guess in a way so, like i know some people who do come in without any background and get frustrated easily when they don't see massive improvements or they compare and it's actually well okay yes but i have had a solid foundation and and one of my kind of strengths is my conditioning and my sort of endurance but i've been training i've got like t- Twelve years of training under my belt and there's nothing worse than an 800 meter lactic acid session that like nothing can compare so yeah um i guess that's it's a blessing that i've had that um, and definitely transfers into crossfit
0: and, and so thinking about like that background then mm. i'm gonna change what i was saying before then because i don't think it's that you found a new gear and you've like you've upped to this new gear it seems more like you you were there before with all this other training you kind of you know switched down a gear just to deal with with life yeah and now you're in a position where you've Going kind of gone up. back to and uh, maybe not exactly to that level you yeah. were once at because as you were saying like it was that was your life basically yeah. and it was 8 years ago yeah. so but My it's life but it seems that you know you're kind of once again and and, and it's interesting because you're saying like even though yours is maybe I say more extreme i don't know if that's the right word but it gives a little bit of like more of an extreme example of someone's like i was sporty and i you know was competitive and all of that but yes to a very high degree but it's the same things that you hear from a lot of people that come here and they're like yeah i used to play rugby or i used to play football or i used to do this and that and i was competitive and then life and yeah. i stopped being so competitive and crossfit is something that you know scratched that competitive itch yeah. for me um which I think is is always I think it's always interesting because that's not me at all, mm-hmm. and so I quite like these conversations because I'm like, okay, because the thing that drew you to CrossFit is absolutely not the thing that drew me to CrossFit, yeah, which is yeah. which is interesting, but but it's clearly something that draws a massive mm-hmm. number of people.
1: Yeah, and I think it is. It's it's when you get older, I think you can't keep doing it. You can't do as much fitness and sport as you were when you were younger because of life and work, and this is kind of like kind of the middle ground between it because you have that community and you you can do as much or as little as you want um so yeah so it's definitely yeah it's definitely something that i've like been thankful for because i needed that back i think i needed that sort of element back into my life um because yeah commercial gyms are just zero fun
0: <laughs> it, it's interesting because I, I put up a, a video recently and was talking about this idea of like having specialists within competitions, so and it, that would allow people that are maybe very strong but don't have gymnastics to to be involved mm-hmm. as well. Um, it's a good video, guys. Check it out on YouTube. Um, but somebody like replied to his comment about how you know CrossFit is about testing like all elements and, and finding your weaknesses, and then you should work on those if you want to be competitive and improve something. And I was thinking, but, I, I, and I'm basically saying if somebody's like very strong or very good at lifting and they don't have gymnastics and they want it to be competitive, they should go to a you know and go do Olympic lifting and compete yeah. in that. And I was thinking, I think you've missed the point because I can think of people that are, you know, don't have the gymnastic skills, are very good at maybe Olympic lifting or heavy barbell and cycling, moving the barbell well. And I wouldn't want to tell them, hey, you should go off and go to like just a purely lifting gym and do that. Because probably the reason they're here is for the community and all the other elements. And yeah, they're working on the other things. But some people just know that they are not, you know, they're just built differently they're not or not not even that but they they don't have you know they've, they've got kids and they've got you know family and responsibilities i mean they don't have the time to come in and mm. completely change their body composition so that they can now do high-skilled gymnastics and i feel like i don't want to boot them out just so they can be competitive somewhere else like it just seemed really weird to me because i think the the community element is so ingrained in what we do mm. and and as you said like if you just go to a commercial gym yeah. like yeah you can you can get fit. No one's stopping you getting fit, but you might not be having fun yeah. <laughs> while you're getting I think also,
1: there's power in that, isn't there? There's like, as humans, like we, <laughs> being good at something doesn't mean that, like obviously there's so many domains in CrossFit, but just because we're good at strength doesn't mean that we should just like focus on that and not, and just like kind of bury our weaknesses. Like the whole point of CrossFit is actually to be like, let's challenge ourselves here. Let's grow. Let's like get uncomfortable and see how that feels and that's what builds character and that's what like builds growth so yeah i feel like if just because you're good at one thing doesn't mean you should just play to your strengths all the time because then you'll just never challenge yourself so
0: yeah 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 it was it was just because i just thought you know like this it was just a hypothesis i put mm. out there of how you know you could maybe get some other people in the gym that never get involved in competitions because they lack certain skills, yeah, just and how matter. you could just kind of get them involved a little bit. And it was like, well, you should tell them to go off and do it somewhere no, else. And you I fall, just just get Anyway. Anyway. Absolutely. That's <laughs> There we go. Just occasionally I have these things <laughs> rolling through my head. Now and again, I've got to just tick them off the list. Um, okay. Interesting. Right. So that... I mean, Training. <laughs> well, yeah, the background is interesting. And yeah. then... So I'm wondering how come... So you came back. Mm-hmm. Oh, you came back. You came to, I guess... As you said, COVID was a thing. Yeah. So that obviously. Yeah, that have...
1: kind of like got but, really much in the way. But I mean, so where do I start? Maybe if we go back, like, so currently my training is really good. And it's so I've basically started working with a coach um, and I'm doing uh, with Paul Warrior. So he's obviously quite well known around the bath area. He coaches Jenny as well. Um, which is great. She's a little pocket rocket and a great training partner and we both um, really like, so we train together and that's super helpful. Um,
0: I'm going to interrupt now yeah. because you've triggered another little thought. Oh I God. Had. And it is the expression pocket rocket. Yeah. Because I think 50% of the people that compete in CrossFit, the women, uh, yeah. have the nickname, oh, they're like the, the pocket rocket. And I'm thinking... Maybe at this point we understand that that's just the norm.
1: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, no. So I I would never class myself as a pocket rocket because I'm five foot eight, pretty hefty. Well, you're a giant. You're the. <laughs> I'm a bit you're of a, a giant. Brent of... She, she Jenny is obviously just. I think pocket rocket. I guess like just compact, complete muscle. Probably quite small. Moves fast. Lifts heavy weights and can do gymnastics. Like. She's getting up from a chair. Yeah.
0: <laughs> just because literally, well, I go through my Instagram feed and there's about seven different people that I see constantly being like tagged with kind of, okay. oh, great workout with so so pocket rocket, da-da-da. Uh, I'm, like, right, okay. I'm like, yeah, okay, I've, I've heard okay, that I'll before.
1: To, I'll, I'll try and think of another word to just go. But um, <laughs> anyway. I'm not getting at you. <laughs> I just, I just um, find <laughs> fa- it.
0: You know, this is, my, this is how my brain works. I find these things fascinating. Yes, I'm like, uh, oh, this is interesting.
1: Um, So yeah, so it started with Paul. um, And... He he's an amazing coach. He's an OG of programming. He has years of experience. He is a like he used to do architecture. So and you see that in his programming. You see how he's crafted his sessions. They aren't just exercise put together. He's really thought about the focus and what he wants to get out of it. Um, he he's just he's just a, a, he's someone that like if you got stuck in an elevator with he would be a great person because the conversation would be wild, um, and he. I would probably say he's a friend now. I spent a bit of time with him, um, met him on a few occasions. He we speak quite constantly, and he's a, a big believer in my ability and really kind of can see um, how I can improve and, and grow within that team. Um, so I'm a bit of a protege for him, I think, uh, and that's been. I've been with kind of him for probably about start of the year, so six months, six, seven months. But going back, if we were to rewind 15 months ago, so January 2021, um, I was like, do you know what, I really want to kind of give this CrossFit thing a go and I want to try and get better and I want to be in a position where I can do competitions and hold my own. And I think, I want to be honest here because I think a lot of people don't speak about kind of this side of it, but when we, I think I have been, I've got to that, I've got into that position where I've probably been overtraining. And I think when we want to get better at something, we as humans want to add, add, add. So do more, 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 more training, more hours in the gym, more cardio sessions, just everything. And I was doing that for about two months maybe and had a couple of conversations with people wasn't really improving, and and decided it sort of yeah maybe March April time to um to link up with with a coach, but maybe more of a mentor. So nothing like a physical coach, but more of like a mindset coach. Um, and we had constant chats about like okay, we are overtraining here. Um, what do we actually want to? What do we want success to look like? Where can we see? Like where can we get the low hanging fruit? And we sat down quite a lot, and they said, "Like, okay, what are you doing now that aligns to like the goals that you want to achieve?" And one thing that I kind of realized was I was complete, I was overtraining, and I was burning out. I was I was doing Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday at a hundred miles an hour, a hundred percent. I was eating clean. I was not. I was in a calorie deficit, but not going over. I was hitting hours in the gym alongside my eight-hour job, as well as life, and I'd get to Thursday, and I would just be burnt out. I would be exhausted. My body would be just craving calories because of all the work that I'd done, um, and I would be really fatigued, and then work was hard, and then Friday would come around, and it would be like, oh, thank God, it's the weekend, and then I'd just, like, lose track. I wouldn't go to training because I'm exhausted. I would then crave all the foods that I'd been trying to avoid saturday would come around and i would try and train with the group and i'd probably give 50 percent because i just hadn't recovered and i'd just eaten a takeaway night before which my body completely doesn't know what was that about and then on sunday would be a rest day so i was really and then i was getting into this really bad cycle of just constant like trying like grinding really hard for four days and then just being completely like crap for three um And we worked really hard to actually think, right, rather than going 100 miles an hour for those four, three days, why don't we just focus about consistency? Why don't we just say, right, my Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is going to be 80%. So it's going to seem really easy in comparison, but we're going to be 80% seven days of the week. And what I realized was that actually I was getting to Thursday and Friday. My body wasn't shutting down because it was exhausted. I wasn't craving the foods that I was like not eating in the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I had more energy, I was enjoying training more, and I saw massive improvements, just like, and that was just not even to do anything with training, so I was just doing the classes and a bit of extra, um, and that was really noticeable, and I think once, I think that was, that's one of the biggest shifts, I think, like mentally for me, was actually, you don't need to do more to get better. You just need to do the right things. And once you kind of focus, and once I was looking more objectively about me, I was like, okay, so my training is going really well. Like, what what's my environment like? Like, what am I doing in my day-to-day that isn't optimum, optimal for where I want to be? And you start to look really in, inwards and think, right, what are the relationships I'm having? Like, do they... Do they align to the goals that I want? What's my environment like? Does that align to where I want to be? Because realistically, like we are in control of our choices, and what we choose is is what we're going to get at the end. So, um, so yeah, so I, I was doing a lot of kind of deep dive into how I was feeling, being much more like mindful and present about myself and how I want to live my life, um, and then so happens that I was. With work, I was asked to go to Cornwall for a week in summer at this really cool festival to work and also to play. Um, <laughs> and uh, it just I just took myself out of bath. I sat myself on this lovely hill looking over Cornwall and just decided that actually I wanted to change a lot about myself um, and basically decided that I was going to choose how I wanted to, to be. Um, and on that day, I just sort of set some really core values that I wanted to align sort of all my actions to, um, I came home, I bought a new pair of shoes. (laughs) I, and I feel like that from that moment, like, I think there's only, there's a couple of, I guess, pivotal moments in your life that happened to you. And that was one of them. And I, I started to realize that actually I needed to like put myself in an environment that made me thrive and not. And obviously things happen in, in life and, and sad situations and stuff, but like we really are the only one that can can control what who we are and what we decide and um I did a lot of like thinking about sort of mindset and and reading more about like how what makes me happy and and it's it's going to be a it's a like constant like battle with me and there's some things that I still obviously want to do but I think I think hopefully if you were to ask kind of my close friends um now I think they would say that there's been a kind of a big shift from from like a year ago um to now and I think in a year's time as well I would like to think that in next year I I'm thinking differently I'm um I'm doing different things because I guess that yeah that kind of shows that shows sort of inner growth um and yeah, I think it's just, it's really important that people, like my training is, my training is great. And I think that it's great now because of all that stuff that happened a year ago. Um, But for me, like there's more to like training than just getting performances. Like if I'm happy and connected and loved and calm, like calm is my, big word at the moment because I'm my default is quite aggressive um so I have to work really hard to be calm um maybe so. that's where we finally got you on the podcast <laughs> maybe
0: it's it took this long for you to calm down I think I think it would um, I think
1: you'd I think you would have had a very different different Ellie um I don't kind of want that aggressive nine one on the months podcast. ago so um How and yeah and I think it's just you have to choose you, you have to choose the environment and the people that align best with you and um I've gotten to a really good I think I'm in a really good place now where um I have a great group of friends around me. Um I'm doing things that I know will help me and like I'm choosing the right choices for where I want to go. And I think that's that only helps like training as well. Um
0: I, I think it's it's interesting and I think it's it's more difficult when it, like it's, it's so somebody is like well i eat mcdonald's monday to friday and then mm-hmm. i you know I, and I maybe go for a run at the weekend oh i don't understand why my health isn't where i want it to be and you're like well it's pretty easy to yeah. to identify this right look you you know you're eating you're eating poorly and you're not working out there you yeah. go so simple fix is mm-hmm. don't go to mcdonald's every day and maybe join a gym yeah like that's easy but when you know you're saying like ah, you know I'm, I'm i had to kind of take a step back and look and see what i was doing but from the outside it could be easy to be like wow what am I doing? I mean, I'm training Monday to, mm-hmm. to Thursday. I'm making sure I'm eating the right food. Mm. And it's it's more difficult to look at that and be like, oh, that's wrong. Yeah, Because, you know, surface level, that seems right. You're yeah. like, well, then she, clearly you're doing the right thing. So I think that is, and that is where sometimes having somebody else who can be a bit more objective and be yeah. like, okay, I know that it may appear to you that you're doing everything right, but, actually, but have you thought about this yeah. this this and this and and so i i think it's interesting cuz i think for most of us um I, I would say more of us fall into the the other category where we know it's like quite clear what changes we could make mm. and sometimes it's like like for me sleep like that mm. i i know i should sleep more yeah but because of the hours i work because of having kids yeah. because of other things that i've chosen to spend my time doing it's very difficult to like get more sleep kind of yeah. things so i'm like i know i know that actually if i slept more I, that would be a big improvement yeah. but emily has decided that five o'clock in the morning is the ideal time to come in and ask us to make her breakfast so like until that changes sleeping more is not yeah. really an option sort of think so it, like it's quite easy to to see the fixes but i think people that are in your your previous situation mm-hmm. it's a lot more difficult to be like okay What do I need to change? Because I feel like I'm doing everything right. And
1: it was like I felt like I was doing everything, and I wasn't. It was only until I kind of took, as you said, like took a back step and think like, okay, this isn't all. Like training is a part of it. Don't get me wrong. And if you train well and stick to a program, and you will see improvements. But you'll also see improvements if you if you're mentally like in the right place. If you are sleeping well. If you have good connections. Like life is full of stresses and what we like want to pick up on and there's obviously going to be triggers that happen in day to life like day-to-day life you get up late or someone pisses you off or someone I don't know hits your car like that all those stresses will add to your kind of cup of stress but we do get to decide what like triggers us and it's it's hard it's really hard and you've got to be like quite present and mindful about it but um like it is It is up to you. Like, if if someone, say, was to shout at me in the street, like, I could get really upset and get angry and it, I could let it fuel me. Or I could just say, well, am I going to let this person, this, uh, like, affect my day? Am I going to choose that? Or am I just going to detach from it and crack on it? And, oh, my God, it's so hard. Like, I am a hothead. Like... <laughs>
0: I was going I to ask, I, is, there, is there a difference now with, with calm Ellie and that she's not responding and she's like, yeah. So I think where, yeah. when they're like, they're on their horn at you and you just like wave and you're like, oh, oh I mean, I, st-
1: I still see red a lot, but I'm really trying to work on it. And I think like, it's one of those things that you've got to find what works for you. So find people that like do things that make you calm. For me, this is for me. So f- do things that make me calm. So like like nature going for walks the underrated walk it is just it's such so good for your mind Um yoga i i love um especially because i i struggle to take rest days yoga is great for me because i feel like I'm, I'm moving but also i'm just kind of relaxing and um, find people that make you relaxed and um, i've only got two people in my life who make me chilled make me calm early and <laughs> um, and so just spend time with people who, who make you feel good. Um, and if something isn't, yeah, if something doesn't feel right or, and it, it I guess it, in a way it could be seen as selfish, but, um, you've, there is going to be times where you, like, you can't, like, if your boss is an asshole, like, you can't just be like, you know what? Today, I'm not going to deal with you because it's bad for my environment. But like, so you're going to have to, but it's just about limiting, I guess, and um limiting all those kind of stress factors. But yeah, calm Ellie is the best Ellie. Angry Ellie is default Ellie. So I've got to, I I do have to, I have to work on it really hard, but I'm getting much better at knowing what triggers me and trying to avoid. Nice.
0: I always like it when the guest gives me the episode title. Oh, right. Carmeli is best Ellie.
1: Yes. Carmelie is An- best Ellie. is default. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. great. Oh. But it well, is. It's, it's when,
0: when, <laughs> when Fen was on last, we came up with the slogan for her like, latest for t-shirt. t-shirt. Oh, uh, and exactly. I feel like we've got one for you. So that's...
1: Cam- uh, yeah, Carmelie is always the best. And like people say, like my close friends are like, rather than saying like, how are you? Which I think like, how are you is just like such yeah. a blatant, and everyone just responds, being like, yeah, great, you. It's,
0: it's which one are you?
1: And they're like, <laughs> Is it Cam Ellie today? And I'm like, yep, I'm healthy, happy, connected, loved Cam. And they're like, okay, good. So uh, yeah, Cam Ellie is is best.
0: Nice. Okay. Well, now I know how to greet you when yeah. I see you in the box. Like, oh, is, it, is it calm Ellie today <laughs> you'll,
1: you'll probably know. I, I'm, I'm, it's quite obvious. Yeah. But, and um, so that
0: kettlebell swings past my head. I'll be like, no, nope, sorry. It's angry Ellie. Yeah, I'll leave you alone.
1: Yeah. And then, uh, so, 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 saying that, although that kind of rambled the backstory in the background, um, all of that work that I did sort of a year ago has definitely put me in a position where like, I've laid that foundation. I know what sits with me well. Like I've got my environment good. I've done all that kind of the stuff that people don't see. And then I've, um June was a hectic month with qualifiers. We had one and all games. We had Arnold fitness qualifiers. We had SID community cup. So I basically just had to, that month was just going high intensity and then recovering as well as I could. Um, and now I'm back into a training phase which is lovely just to train again Um, but I've had some quite deep conversations with Paul and on the program and being like okay let's do this let's go hard Because so I qualified for Arnold Games which is the end of September Um, so it's my first individual and it's my first like RX level so it's a big big competition Um, and I was like Oh, it's a massive competition. It's a massive let's, competition. Let's, let's yes, not,
0: let's not downplay it's, it. Yeah, it's if, it, well, it, it is Cornsy for me. It's not for this, yeah, it it's not, not for other people's,
1: but it is it is for me. It's my first one individual. Um, so I yeah, I did say to Paul, I was like, right, let's do it. So my volume and training capacity has definitely gone up. Um, couple of double days, a lot of like endurance endurance on the morning and then strength in the evening. Um, but. We've got a solid team behind us. The community there is great. I've got like multiple WhatsApp groups with different people. One that's like, so my gymnastics is my, my crux. And I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious to everyone. It's what I have to do. I could, I could literally not do any cardio for two months and do like one run. And I'd probably come back and be exactly the same fitness as I am right now. But if I don't do pull-ups for three days, they go, they literally go. So it's a constant battle for me. So, um, yeah, I've got to, I've got a lot of gymnastics capacity. And, and I am I am getting better. I've, I've unlocked a few skills. I've leveled up a little bit. But um, it's still a, a work in progress, yeah. If I want to get to that kind of, I don't know what good looks like, but if I want to get to that good level, then.
0: Well, I, I think it's, I mean, like, congratulations for the answer. Yeah, and the you. Community Cup, you guys absolutely yeah. smashed that as well. Did, yeah. I think that was probably not, not where I was like going, ah, huh, he's really leveled up, but mm. you know, it was around that time. And, and then also seeing like all the, the training you were doing with yeah. Jen, I was like, oh, okay, there's yeah. something is going on. Something is, something's happening here. Um, so briefly then mm. coaching. So yeah. why is that? How, I mean, cause also like, where are you fighting the time? I know. Yeah.
1: So as I mentioned before, so last year was a, I was a pivotal moment in my, in my kind of headspace and I think with that it's allowed me to think that so I've been doing so my full-time job is um I do I'm a marketer and advertiser so I do a lot of brand campaigns brand launches product launches digital marketing um and I've been doing that for about eight years um and I've enjoyed it but it's always not felt a hundred percent right. Um, and I think I, so I got my CrossFit level one qualification last year. Um, didn't do anything with it. And now an opportunity arose uh, at Chippenham. And I spoke to the guys there, uh, James and Adam, who own SW1. And um, they were great. And they were like, look, we know you don't have much experience uh, coaching. I did do PE teaching. So I've, I've kind of had that. And um, they were like, look, like, let's give it a go. Let's see. So I took up just one evening a week with them doing their classes and and loved it. Like hand on heart said it was I just felt so at home. I felt like this was like really natural. And obviously I'm very new into it. So I know that as a coach I will develop um, and I've got a lot to learn. Um especially like the biggest thing for me is just like communication because one thing for me, that I get, doesn't always sit well with other people. So something that I'm like, okay, engage your lats. They look at me like, how the heck do I engage my lats? Whereas to me, I am like, okay, actually, what do I do to engage my lats? So it's like, is it like um, imagining, I don't know, a lemon between your shoulder blades? Or like, whatever, screw your elbows in when you're when you're holding the bar. Um, so it's that's that's something that I didn't realize would be...
0: It's s- when you've basically got people in a... Cl- like, it's that whole thing of coaching a class of people where they have different levels of yeah. fit. Like, so you've got somebody who's like engaging your lats and they're like, oh yeah, I used to do uh, physique competitions. I can engage any muscle you want. <laughs> yeah. Just tell me. Just, and then you've know. got somebody else who's like, excuse me, what's what? a lat?" Yeah, exactly. And, and, and yeah, this and is like that. It's you like, you like, give and, them like the hamstrings.
1: Same whereas now you like, I think, well, when we were doing our course, it was more like, okay, yes, technically it is your hamstring, but it's the back of your leg because people don't know what hamstring is. Um. So, but I know I love it. I've, I've, it's been great. And actually I'm, I'm now kind of at that point where I'm like, okay, is this something that I need to explore more of?
0: I like that point where so L two is that
1: a- L <laughs> two or just like so? What does what does my working week look like? Because yeah. now I want to do more coaching, less office stuff. Um, so yeah, so really exciting time for me. Um, and I don't know. I don't quite know where it'll go.
0: When are you coaching? What what evening?
1: So I do Mondays. Um, and I'm actually doing this weekend. So I'm doing the weekend, Monday. And I do a couple of, like, cover shifts when I need it. But I think, so we're having conversations about doing more. Um, so you're coaching in the evening? The evening yeah, calls? yeah. Oh. So, so generally it's work. Right. Straight into coaching. So my Mondays are mm. long. I
0: have, to, I have to reach out to my... Uh, my contacts at SW1 and, and <laughs> yeah. get, get some reviews.
1: Okay, okay. Well, hopefully... I've had quite good feedback. Um, but, it, you know, it's really nice going into an environment. Like, they, they've only been going for two years, but they've got a solid community behind them. and um, They've got a fantastic box. Their coaches are great. Um, and it's really nice going in as a coach. I know... There's been struggles with people being members to going into coaching at the same box. I mean, it's the n- most natural step, of course, but it's really nice that like this is my training gym. Like CrossFit Bath will always be my my main box and my and my training box. Um, I've got great friends here, um, but it's nice to go into a, a different gym and be seen as a coach, especially at the early days as well. Yeah.
0: Because we wouldn't respect you. Well, exactly. That's the We'd be it like, would, like, hold on a second. Would be like,
1: I'd be like, can you go run? They'd be like, no. <laughs> yeah. You never want to
0: run. You never want to run when they tell us go run. So
1: I'm like, oh, okay. But I think especially for like my early days of coaching until I'm a bit more experienced. Um, but yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And it's definitely something I want to explore a little bit more of. Exciting.
0: Wow. Very exciting. Well, there we go. It's been interesting. I, I, you know, I talked a lot. <laughs> yeah yeah it's, <laughs> oh it's, it's good good for me um i have to. It's less work on my well it's more work on the edit but less work uh for coming up with questions yeah. it's been interesting because i'm always i always find the the background of people that come to crossfit fascinating mm. because it's such a diverse mix of people and a diverse mix of backgrounds and i always you know it's it's intriguing to see where there's like an overlap mm. for many people and then where there's you know complete you know you've got someone that's like i've never been active in my life and i needed to get active and someone told me to do crossfit and then you've got someone's like i've been extremely competitive all my life and i wasn't yeah. and they told me to come do crossfit and you're thinking how is the answer the same to these two people like yeah, these seem yeah. so different and yet it it works and that's yeah. like the beauty of it uh, and then i think you know it's, it had been nice to hear kind of so your background your experience your, where you've got to then mm. you know coming back to crossfit and then this you know what what it took for you to kind of Take a step back in order to take steps forward. I think that's always interesting because yeah. I think you're right that for most of us, if we want to get better, we're just going to go like oh, I need to do a mm-hmm. I need to add an open gym session at the yeah, end of every one no, because that's what I've, that's what's going to help me. And you're like, well,
1: I see it so often. I see people. I'm probably going to go on later than I should, but I see it really often that um, especially like new people who come in, they think they need to be spending three hours, four hours, doing seven different programs, doing runs on their rest day, and it's that actually like. Okay, if you want to get stronger, just cut, cut the cardio off for a bit. Get strength, like do your strength stuff, focus on that and you will see improvements. CrossFit's hard because it has so many different elements and you want to get good at everything at the same time. But you have, to, if you want to get strong, focus on your strength. If you want to get gymnastic do your gymnastics. Like if you want to get cardio, just do your cardio. But trying to do everything at the same time will just get you nowhere like, you have to be... And it's really difficult because we want, we want to do it all. But, um, yeah, that was, like, that was the biggest thing for me. And it's still... It's, I still struggle with it. I mean, I did sit at Community Cup, and I came back and, like, did a heavy leg session on the Tuesday. And I regretted it because I was, like yeah heavy, i died heavy recovery days. legs that's what they <laughs> say right that's... no but i actually my body shut down for three days and i was ill and i had to take days off work because it was just like you just don't realize that no. yes physically i was drained mentally I was drained, stress everything i was just a shell and then i decided to do heavy back squats and lesson killed myself. lesson learned natty was coaching and he was like you're stupid and i was like i feel great and then the next day i was bed bound for two days
0: yeah. And Matthew never said I told you so.
1: He he, yeah. I mean, because he's a yeah. gentleman, and he, he wouldn't. no, he he was like, yeah, I knew that's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> right, but no, but I mean, that's interesting. And then now you kind of, it, it's funny how you people get kind of bitten by the bug, and it's uh, either it's competing, or it's like coaching, or yeah. it's or it's doing uh, podcasts and videos and stuff about it, because maybe it's they're so just funny. not, maybe they're just not athletic enough to do the other things. No, Who knows? But, but then um, it's like I think like
1: the more you sp- like. Also, this is something that, that Paul has really kind of instilled in me is that, like, comparison it's just it's not a thing. But just copy. So, like, a big thing is, like, if someone's doing something well, copy them. Yeah. Like, Jenny is really good at muscle-ups. And he and I struggle with my muscle-ups, muscle-ups. And he was like, Ellie, just copy her. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, don't compare. Just copy. Just copy what people do. And that's, like, the beauty of it. And, and I think people try and they get really wrapped up. They're like, oh, I don't want to do the ward with you because you'll beat me. And I'm like... Okay, great. Train with people who are better than you. Oh my god. I would rather train with people better than me than like feeling like I'm the best one and not getting anywhere. Yeah. Train well, with people But it's also going to play into
0: your into your headspace when you go to like the arnold's or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's um I, I know like Brent Ferguson was talking about the rookies like st- going to the games yeah. and how it gets into your head that kind of there's a, a workout that on paper you're like that is my wheelhouse. Mm. And at every like at semi finals, I'd smash that, or anytime something like that comes up at the box or a local combo I've been to, I am like first place every single time. Yeah. And then you go to the games and you're like middle of the pack on your wheelhouse workout, yeah. And that, and you're like, oh, because actually everyone here is amazing, yeah. And I, and I think that's the thing, right? If you are always training with someone that you're like, I'll train with them because I know I can, I can beat I can them, them or then I it's like, like yeah. or you know, I, I always think, um. So ben Smith was another interesting one because he didn't have, like, a training partner. Okay. But because of his, his because of CrossFit Krypton yeah. and, like, the different athletes they had there that were very good, he could always train against someone who was better than him yeah. at that level. So if it was, like, a muscle-up workout, uh, yeah, he'd go and get somebody who was great at yeah. muscle-ups. So if it was, like, a heavy workout, he'd pick someone that was really strong. Yeah. And so you had that variety of just kind of constantly fighting against people that yeah. were maybe specialists. In, yeah, in the don't thing. get me
1: wrong. Sometimes I'm like, oh. Because I am, you competitive, want to smash it, you. I am competitive, at, so I'm competitive. Just to finish, I'm really competitive, but I also hate competition because I'm really competitive. So, like, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna compete, you got to I've got to buckle in because I'm going out at a hundred percent. And so it's like the star <laughs> Ellie.
0: This is it. We've got the default angry Ellie yeah, the best Carmeli, and then we've got the competitive Ellie that you don't actually like. No, but you know she's coming out. That's of competition. what I mean. Like, if
1: I'm if someone's like, are we are we like there's a couple of workouts and it's like. I know there's some people who are like good friends and they're like are we going for this and I'm like oh, fine but I know I'm going to have to put myself in the bin because I'm going to win <laughs> so it's like uh, it's just yeah so very competitive but I also like I, I can't deal with losing so I try and avoid
0: <laughs> oh nice I mean let's end it there because that's yeah.
1: you've got lo- um, you've got loads of stuff now the revelations everyone's going to on secrets. this podcast, yeah but worst case of course, just go to Cornwall and sit on a hill and yeah. you'll have a great time
0: That's I you should like put a pin in like Google Maps so people can find the hill. And then they'll be like, Oh, this is A's Hill. Go there, sit, look out, change your life.
1: Find (laughs) yourself. yourself come back <laughs> come yourself. back change your whole life go yeah. to cornwall come back and change your whole life
0: and suddenly like still be one to like we don't have any more coaching <laughs> slots available Like i don't know what's happened yeah exactly. 50 people <laughs> went to cornwall from bath and suddenly they want to coach here
1: there you go right. you, oh
0: well thank you very much for coming on thank I'm, you so I'm much glad it's we got great. some of carmely that was I nice know.
1: feeling very calm and happy
0: brilliant so everybody remember keep ellie calm keep ellie calm. calm ellie is best <laughs> all right well thanks for listening everyone and we'll see you next week
1: thank you